come down to the library we're gonna have a blast we've got a book or two a tip or three it's the writing santa podcast you know them well you know they're true and we're so happy you're here grab some friends enjoy the weather it's who's at the writing center now let's ruffle those feathers Hello and welcome back to Who's at the Writing Center. I'm Kimberly. I'm Elena. I'm Carissa. I'm Allie. And I'm Sarah. Today we are joined by Grace, our lead consultant at the Writing Center. Grace, Elena, Sarah, and Carissa are some of our graduating seniors this year. Big sad. We wanted to take the time to give you, our listeners, an opportunity to meet Grace and gain some more insight into what our seniors' experience at the center and college career paths has been like the last few years. And of course, you are familiar with Elena, Carissa, and Sarah, but you maybe don't know their life story at Seattle U, so you will also get an introduction to their career paths. So why don't we go ahead and just go around the seniors Introduce yourself, your majors, and how long you've worked at the center. I can go first. So I am an English major and a humanities major, um, English literature, and minor in writing studies. And this is my second year at the writing center. And And who are you, ominous voice in the void? (laughs) I am Elena. If you haven't recognized my voice by now, (laughs) I would hope, but... I'm Carissa, and I'm majoring in journalism and theology and I have worked at the center for two years as well. Uh, My name is Grace. Um, I am an English literature and interdisciplinary interdisciplinary arts major with a focus in visual design which sounds much fancier than it actually is. It's just a design major Um, and this is my third year at the writing center. Um, I'm Sarah and I'm an interdisciplinary liberal studies major and a writing studies minor. Oh, and I've worked at the writing center for, this is my second year. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So one of my favorite questions to ask people about why, like, about like kind of their experience at SU is why you picked SU. Like out of all the colleges that I'm sure you all applied to, what made SU like where you ended up committing to and what made you stay? So I was looking at going out of state. I'm from Minnesota, so I wanted to be on the West Coast, ideally in California, but um, that's kind of expensive. Um, So I was like working with a college counselor and she had been like, oh, you should look at Seattle University. And I was like, you know, that's in Washington. I thought we were focusing on California. She's like, no, just look at it, whatever. They have a good, they have good programs for what you (laughs) what you want to go into I've never been to Washington so I was like I don't really know what to expect but it's cold there and I don't want that so I hadn't looked at anything with um, Seattle University I was really focused on California and then one night I had a dream like an incredibly vivid dream and I saw like this pool of water and like this really interesting architectural building and I was like what does it all mean I've never seen this before and it was just like very surreal And then I ended up like telling my parents about it because I was like, I was like genuinely scared because I didn't know where I was because a lot of times in dreams, it's like things you're familiar with. And then I did research on Seattle University and I had seen the chapel and the reflection pool like in my dream. And I was like, "Mm, this is a little bit weird. And then I ended up like 
actually applying to go here. And then when I got in and I visited, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is where I want to be. And um, I'm used to the cold, so I guess it didn't really matter that much. But yeah, no, I've really enjoyed my time here, especially being at the Writing Center. I think that was one of the things that um, just like enhanced everything and made me like really truly decide that this is where I want to be for the next like three, four years. So yeah. Well, I mean, like everyone has to top that story now because that's the best answer that I've ever heard to that question. So good luck team. <laughs> I was just going to say that it all started with an you know. So big things can happen when you hate something at first. Yeah, I do love that your subconscious was just like, SU, <laughs> you need to go. Um, I didn't have a spooky Seattle U dream, but <laughs> uh, I was looking at Washington schools. Uh, I also toured Gonzaga and Seattle Pacific and neither of them had like the right vibes like I can't explain it any other way and then when I when I went to SU actually I toured it and I just remember I was so sick you guys when I toured SU like I had like the flu or something I was miserable the whole time but even after that (laughs) I was like looking back on it and I was just like yeah I think SU is is the one and you know the scholarship money didn't hurt either (laughs) so Yeah. And also I just really, I was looking for an English or humanities program because I wasn't totally decided yet. And SU had really solid choices for both of those. Yeah, I I think, I think we just, I think Allie just discovered the yes and no functions. Um, We're going to give them a minute. (laughs) Literally never realized that it like shows up just like the emojis do. This is amazing, but also like there's this like go slower or faster reaction. Like that'd be so shady if you were in a really boring class and you were just like, mm, hustle along, folks, and they'd be able to see it with you. Anyway, sorry. Grace, go ahead. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I also didn't have like a divine intervention type <laughs> like dream that came to me, but um, I think what was funny about my experience with choosing colleges is I, so I, I grew up in Eastern Washington. And so a lot of my decision-making was I didn't want to be in Washington anymore. I was like, I want to get away from my like family, like love my family, but I was like, I need a little bit of like distance and room to like grow. Um, and so I hadn't really counted any Washington schools into my like research, but then Seattle, you came up in a, like a college visit day at my, my high school. Um, and they talked about de-stress with dogs and I was like sold, even though I know a lot of universities do that, but I was like, this is it like done. And then kind of similar to Elena, I, on my visit, like my visit day, I was so anxious and like, did not feel like maybe right. And I was like super nervous and didn't know what to do. And I was like freaking out. But then I also had toured um, Seattle Pacific and those are the only two schools that I actually applied to. And um, I remember getting my Seattle Pacific like uh, acceptance letter and being like, well, let's just wait and see what Seattle U says. Like, let's just like wait. Um, and I remember being like significantly more excited about Seattle U, even though I was like so nervous on the visitation day. And it was like a, it was like a whole thing. But also the other thing was I had no idea what I wanted to do with my major. And the pre-major program was a huge seller. <laughs> Cause I was like, thank God someone's going to like help me figure this out. Cause I was lost. <laughs> yeah. So let me see. Why did I choose a school? Um, okay. Well, I remember going into my college, like my assigned college guidance counselor. And I was like, okay, Mr. Jacoby, this is the deal. I don't want to go to the East coast. I don't want to go to the South. I don't want to go to Texas and I don't want to go to California. 
And he was like, mm, Sarah, that's a lot of, <laughs> and I was like, and I don't want to go to big school either. Like, it's not my vibe. I graduated in a class of like 150 students. It was a very small school. And so he was like, why don't you want to go to California? Like, that's really popular. And I was like, well, Mr. Jacoby, did you hear that it's going to sink? And I'm not going to be there when it sinks. I'm not going to go underwater. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> so I picked like, there's schools in Seattle, Denver, Minnesota, Ohio, I think. But my brother actually went to UW and he really liked um, Seattle and he said that I would like it too. So I think it's almost his fault. Um, but I do love the school. It's nice and small as well. And I really also like the location. Like it's so close. We can like walk anywhere. And I think that's really a gift. I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of, also I applied as a biology major. I don't know if I've ever told y'all that, but I wanted to be a pediatrician for a really long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, know, I know. I was also and a then... bio major for a hot second. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wanted yes, to be a veterinarian. Yeah. Well, let's pursue our dreams. <laughs> no, my friend went to vet school as hell. So I didn't want to do well, that. Well, never much. mind. <laughs> no, pursue your dreams, guys. Just maybe not vet school. Maybe, maybe think about that one a little bit. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like I couldn't deal, like handle cadavers and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like on a real, real level, I was just like, hmm. So you, there's a culmination of like Freudian dream interpretation. There's um, coming in sick. There's wanting to get away with from family. There's happen to be near family kind of instances. What are what are the some of the um, best things uh, that you've learned since coming here, um, or that you love about Seattle and Cap Hill? Yeah. Um... Well, I think I realized I didn't say this in the previous question. I'm from Phoenix, uh, so grew up in like a pretty big city, but Seattle is a very different kind of city. It's a lot more smushed. Phoenix is very spread out. Um, And I think that something I really love about Seattle is how you can like just walk for 20 minutes and end up in a totally different place where you were before. And like I find new like streets and like neighborhoods uh, all the time. And I've been here four years. Um, so I really love that. And I think in terms of, in terms of like cheesy lessons that I've learned at SU, um, I think probably the most valuable one is learning how to ask for help because I did not do that in high school. And I think even in like freshman year, I really didn't do that and had a bad time. Um, but I think that being in college and being at SU has kind of taught me how to like recognize the support systems that I have and like use those um and I don't think I would have gotten through college without that so really grateful for that I remember one of the things I used to tell people when I like my freshman year was like how cool it was like I feel like our campus is fairly like we're obviously in the middle of Capitol Hill like there's everything around us is fairly bustling but when you walk onto campus it's like quiet and really like mellow and it feels like its own neighborhood, which I think was really cool. Um, Cause I was very excited to be in the middle of the city but also like a little bit overwhelmed. Um, so then it was kind of like the best of both worlds. Like I could explore the city and like have this area but also be able to like enjoy the like quiet parts of campus and enjoy those spaces. 
Um, but also going off of what Elena said about like asking out for help, um, not to plug the writing center in a writing center podcast, but <laughs> I feel like I like it took me getting to the writing center and like meeting our amazing bosses, Heidi Nels, um, to like have that experience of like someone who's like really looking out for you to realize that I can also reach out to other professors and they will also look out for me um, and like have that interaction that like took me a bit to like realize that, that was a situation because like Elena said like it wasn't something I usually did in high school um but yeah just like being able to I feel like I've, I've that's been like a, a fairly positive experience for me and in, in most situations as years being able to talk to professors about life but also like be able to come to them and be like I'm panicking about the paper you assigned me and I need help yeah I would say that my favorite part about like being in Seattle and Capitol Hill is just like being able to walk anywhere and like just everything's so accessible it feels like to myself as someone who like doesn't have a problem walking a lot and um so I really like that because back home I live in like a suburb kind of in the middle of nowhere so that idea of like independence like oh I want to go to this place let me just walk for like a half hour and then I'm there and then it also like gives me a house and I get to like exercise and I just feel like I've experienced so many things that I never would have been able to had I stayed in Minnesota or like gone to school in California and I'm really really thankful for that um and I guess something I've learned similar to like well in addition to asking for help because that's something I'm still I still have like a really hard time with but I think I, I'm learning kind of like Elena and Grace are talking about but um the idea that SU um, and like the different communities that I've been in while here, like of being like your authentic self or like showing up like as you are was really inspiring, I guess, to me, um, just because like, I feel like it's something I should have like assumed throughout life, like, oh, I'm, I can show up as I am in whatever space. I don't know. I feel like that should have been assumed, but it never was. And it was also never said to me. So like coming to Seattle, you... And like being told that like, oh, we'll make space for you no matter like what you're feeling, what you're going through. And it kind of like goes into that idea of asking for help. I think that's why like I've been able to learn to do that is because so many people have been like, you're, we're holding space for that. Like the idea of like myself being able to take up space and like have that be welcome and like not really have to like, I don't know, like change anything given a circumstance has been really refreshing and also just not something I ever thought to be possible which is kind of cool I guess I don't know so that's something that's really like been ingrained in me but in like a really positive way and I think um it's definitely something I'm gonna like spread outward to other people and like in whatever job like really trying to mimic what we have at the writing center because that's something that's really been important and like special to me while going to school here that's so wholesome. You're all just so precious. I really, I know that we're probably going to say this about a hundred more times before we wrap today, but um, it just doesn't feel real that the center is going to exist uh, without all of you. And in a lot of ways, it won't because you are all like integrally a part of who we are um, in our work, even if you're a student at SU or not. But um, but yeah, we're, we're just really going to miss you. Some of you like kind of alluded to this, but um, is there like 
a, a memory or something that will like particularly stick out to you about working at the writing center or just about your undergrad experience in general? I personally really loved our random community days <laughs> um, or like holiday parties. <laughs> like I've had like a blast at like the, the the Christmas parties when we when we've had them with like some like exchanging of gifts, but then also like our Halloween parties the past few years where we've done like the stories, the scary stories, like the train ones have been very funny. Um, all those moments where it's been like, and then like like back table, all that kind of stuff where we're like um, taken a little bit out of our work, which like, I think we all love, but being able to like engage with each other on like a more like casual level and just like be really goofy <laughs> and like weird and just relaxed. And I don't know, I think that's like a really fun space to have in like, a university setting when sometimes things can feel like stressful and strict um sometimes but also like in a work setting because it, it just feels it feels so much more approachable I, I always appreciate that yeah I think I mean all of the podcast moments have been very good um but I think especially the chaotic <laughs> chaotic bits um and that applies to just general writing center stuff as well um, like I think one of my one of my most like vivid um, like in-person writing center memories was like having late shifts at the at the back table and just being like way too loud for the library. <laughs> but um, it it was good chaos and yeah, I definitely um, definitely like all of the just random back table bonding moments um were very good yeah same I don't really have much to add <laughs> in that aspect because I feel like you guys kind of covered it all but yeah I just I do think especially after this year I miss just being with all of you in person and in our space um and just having having time to just like be with each other because I think that's the thing that I miss the most and that I have like the best memories of. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. I don't have anything else to add except for just meeting everybody at the writing center. I feel like it's so weird that I didn't know any of you before sophomore year, I guess. And it's just like very surreal. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's really I just think it's so weird that there was a life before you guys. That sounds so cheesy. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not even graduating, but I just, I, the writing center has such, become such a place of love and like community away from, I feel like other people's stress in life and stuff. So just hearing you guys reflect on it. I don't know. I'm, I'm vicariously living through that. For next year I'm like holding it all in and then next year hopefully when people take up the podcast and will want to um be in it and voice it and all that stuff and they're interviewing um Ali and I and all the other seniors um then we can be like oh I remember last year um when it was just all mush and it's just continuously becoming more mushy <laughs> each every time the year goes by um and so hopefully the Writing Center podcast will be alive uh, to witness many more mushy senior episodes. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Sad faces all around. I feel it, I feel it. <laughs> I 
I refuse um, to accept that there will ever be a time where I'm gonna be leaving the writing center. So we're just—it's <laughs> just not gonna happen. I'll be—I'll keep taking more classes, <laughs> just to say. I think we'll just con- like continue doing school at CLU. We'll just get our—we'll uh, uh, be in a graduate program. Um, we'll work there. We'll <laughs> just do everything we can to stay at the writing center. Um, I don't want to specifically think about like the work that we do at the writing center, unless that is something that uh, we want to talk about. Cause I mostly want to focus on um, just how the writing center has sort of shaped you and has impacted your life um, rather than no, like going into details about like your consultations or the stuff that you do outside of that. So I want to know um, what kind of advice you have for, uh, you know, seniors like, I don't know, Allie and I, I don't know if we're graduating next year, um, or uh, uh, incoming freshmen or just anyone uh, at the writing center. I think like we've already said, like, I think, okay, so in terms of like, if you're looking for an on-campus job, come to the writing center. It's really nice to have, we've said this already, but it's really nice to have this like community external from a lot of our like disciplines like I feel like as, a, as like besides like a few people in like the writing center like oh like Elena I don't have classes with a lot of you and I wouldn't have had classes with all of you and I wouldn't have like potentially like met you in external like like situations even though like SU is a small campus it's just they're like there wouldn't have been that class overlap and I think it's just so cool to like embrace that space and like be able to meet people in different disciplines and like build those relationships external from those like um that you like always see (laughs) in your like day-to-day classes um I don't know it's just like a really I'm just gonna get like all smushy but it's just like it's like a really special space like it's just it's so like I think for like I know everyone who's encountered it and maybe I'm speaking like broadly here but like everyone who's encountered it I think like staff or like clients hopefully clients are feeling this as well but it's just like it's a really welcoming space um I think like in terms of advice just like embrace that space um I know that like my first year at the writing center I was so like quiet and so overwhelmed by like on-campus job um that I like held back a bit in terms of like socializing and all that kind of stuff I was just overwhelmed but like I don't know, I think over the past like two years, there's been like a lot of like growth in that and like being able to like broaden those relationships and just like get to know more people. It's just a really cool experience. It's a really cool place, guys. It's so special. I'm gonna stop my audio now before I like get emotional. Okay. You're right though, and you should say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I totally second that. And I also was so like I was the most anxious, quiet, scared little freshman. Um, And then when I started the writing center, I had moved away from that a little bit, but I think there was still very much a sense of like lack of self-confidence and like anxiety about freaking everything. Um, And, you know, we've still got that, but it's like, (laughs) we handle it a little bit better now, I think, I would like to think. And I think that the writing center has helped me a lot with that. like not only with just like interpersonal stuff and like, I totally agree about like the interdisciplinary aspect of it too. Like, I think that is one of my favorite things about SU. The fact that I like am an English major and a humanities major, but that doesn't mean that like 
the stuff I interact with is only limited to those two things or the people I interact with is like not just all English majors. Um, and yeah, I think that the Writing Center has been really valuable for that, um, for like meeting all different kinds of people and yeah, just having a community that has made me feel <laughs> again at risk of sounding very cheesy like has made me feel like I have a space in SU that I really appreciate. Um, I have two pieces of advice that aren't necessarily writing center related um, just because I feel like I'd be repeating what Grace and Elena have said and also then I'll get emotional. Um, so my first piece of not writing center related advice is Rent the lime scooter because they're so fun. And Allie knows this, but uh, I have had the most fun probably in my entire life since this pandemic, riding around on those little lime scooters. And after you surpass your speed limit, oh my gosh, game over. There's no rules. Some. This is not sponsored, also, but they're just so fun. You have to check them out. Like, that's my favorite mode of transportation. And I, I'm, do it everywhere. I'm going to go get groceries today on a lime scooter so you don't have to carry my bags and it's going to be so fun. And I'm really excited. Um, and the second piece of advice is to just like reach out to people because as a freshman, I didn't do that. As a senior, I still don't do it and it's really bad. But like odds are if you're thinking about someone, even if you just met them or like if they've been your friend for the last four years, like if you text them and say, hey, I was thinking about you, like, do you want to maybe do something soon so I can see you? Like, it's not weird. And odds are that they're going to appreciate it. And um, I've like, it's something that I've started doing just now that graduation has gotten more real and like moving away has gotten more real, like reaching out to people. And <laughs> yes, like, let's get a tattoo, Kimberly, randomly, let's do it. But yeah, so, and, and like, if someone says no, then I mean, you have more free time, like it's cool. But um, I know that I've appreciated it so much when people have done that for me and like doing it for other people and like getting the same reaction is just really fulfilling. And then you get to like create community as well and like make friendships and be in relationship with people, um, which uh, is pretty cool as well. So yeah, rent a lime scooter and reach out to people is my advice. Amen. Can I tell you guys a secret? I don't know how to ride a scooter. <laughs> you just like stand on it. What do you mean? Yeah, it's motorized. Like, you don't know? This, one you, this one's motorized. It's like a bike, but you stand. So you press the button for go and it's like lurch it. It like zooms you forward. And then you press the little brake for stop. It's, I'll teach you. It's really easy. Right, Before like, Sarah leaves, we're going to teach you how to ride a scooter. But like getting your foot behind your other foot, what a big risk. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can just be side by side. I have small feet, so if I want to, I can just stand feet side by side on the, on the base. Yeah, the bottom of those scooters are, like, fairly thick. I think you just put your feet, like, next to each other and just stand. Like, a, what's, what are those called? The segways or whatever? It's like that, but it's long. I mean, we used to have segways. Those are hard to ride, actually. I crashed into <laughs> their car. Wasn't there an issue with, like, segways being, like, abused or something was happening like segways like were a thing like in cities and then they like had to get rid of them because people were being reckless on them probably because they're so hard to drive didn't the inventor I of the segway drive it off a cliff or something like that they're hard no. to drive on accident oh, i'm gonna fact check that please continue i'm afraid of riding bikes so 
I understand that it's hard to do it sometimes. It's just when I was growing up, like my brother got the scooter and like he gave me the roller skates. Like I wasn't allowed to ride a scooter. <laughs> like we wish we shared it, but in a big, big way, we did not share it, you know? Um, just a fun fact about me. Yeah, I don't know. I, and then I've just always been scared, you know, too intimidated. But yes, let's do it. Um, I think I would tell a freshman to like, it's pretty basic, but to like eat, <laughs> to eat your food like in C Street, like at one of the tables or to do your work like in the library and not just in your room. Like I think that like, especially eating at a table with someone, I just, I think I like, especially now, like we can't do that, but we can slowly, but you know, it's like, um, it's just so special. I don't know, like having dinner with someone or having lunch with someone like at a table with them just across from you. I don't know. It's just really special. And I would really recommend doing that. Um, and even working in the library, just like Grace and Elena said, like, it's really funny because I think I applied for this job because like I read all my friends papers for free and I was like, oh, my God, you can do that for money. Like, that's a job. That's incredible. I will apply. Definitely. But like, I did not know that I was signing up to be in such like a loving, warm, unbelievably incredible community. Like I just, <laughs> yeah, like it, <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna start crying. I'm gonna... <laughs> but it's just like, um, it's just so much more than you'd ever like think it would be. <laughs> so, no. But yeah, it's just like, and I'd never been to the writing center like before I applied. Um, and so, like, it was just this, like, mysterious barren land I did not know about. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, like, the back table is genuinely just a very small table in which four people crowd around. But it's just, like, really, like, wonderful how, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. We have such cool jobs. I just love everybody so much. Quite literally my first time going to the writing center before I applied and my only time going to the writing center before I applied was me just making an appointment so that I could ask my consultant a bunch of questions about working there and I think that they were like why are you here <laughs> why like why I mean like they were lovely they also helped me with my paper um but I like the majority of our consultation was me just be like what's it like working here do you like working here is this a nice place to work like I'm thinking about applying but I don't know and they were just like do you want me to help with your paper? And I was just like, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> I have so many questions. And that was like one of the only times I, I went. This was like, you've been pranked. I'm here <laughs> yeah. to actually inquire about your job. Yeah. <laughs> like undercover boss. <laughs> just to um, double back on the segue conversation. There is an article that has been posted in the chat that does confirm that the British businessman who like anyway he rode off the scooter off the cliff and he died and that's just tragic we can cut this part out but it just reminds me of that like person who made that dating website and then like lost his wife or something to that website like they got a the guy who invented eHarmony yeah there you go you know it's like the, you know the things that the things you make hurt you the most if you love it let it kill you yeah <laughs> feel like no 
So we're going to move on to our next question. Allie, take it away. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, yeah. So obviously this can sometimes be seniors, um, like worst nightmare of a question, but like, what is, what is the future hold for you right now? And that could be the future as in like next week or next year. Um, however, and whatever feels comfortable, um, for you to answer, but, uh, we'd love to know, love to know what your plans are. Personally, I am staying in Seattle, which I am very excited about. Um, I'm like happy to have like kind of that, just like a, like a little bit more time here before I go on to uh, grad school, hopefully, fingers crossed, potentially, who knows. Um, so I, and this is no, no jinxing it. I'm knocking on wood as I'm saying this. I have a, an interview at Elliott Bay um, coming up, which I'm like really hopeful for. And I really want to go through knocking on wood. Oh my God, I want it to go through so bad. Um, which is just like, I think kind of just like, my, my dream at this point is just to like chill and like work at a bookstore or somewhere of the like where I can just relax. And I mean, obviously it's going to be like work, work, but um, I can just kind of like take a second to like reset after school and do all that. Um, and then I think that the only thing that I've looked past that is my sister and I are doing a, a backpacking trip around Rainier this summer, um, which I'm just like, I uh, think everything for the mountains and just being able to like get out for a little bit and take some time away because I think that that'll be also really nice and then after that who knows <laughs> it'll be some research and some deliberating and some thoughts um but before I get to that point I'm gonna do some major mental clearing which I think is gonna be so nice and so needed um so I'm just really looking forward to that um yeah, I think uh, first I would like to go into hibernation. Um, first order of business, just sleep for like a week. Um, and, but no, um, I have an interview tomorrow, which is exciting. Uh, also knock on wood with that, but it's for a like basically contract editor, which is exciting because it relates to my major. And I would be like uh, in charge of some interns. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then I'm moving back to Phoenix um, to work there, hopefully get my own place uh, and may or may not be Mongolia in December. <laughs> uh, we'll see, I'm a Fulbright alternate. So I'm kind of like waiting to see if they contact me and are like, hey, we've gotten more funding or somebody dropped out. So we'll see if that happens. So all of my future plans for like next year kind of include might be in Mongolia, <laughs> um, which is cool. Uh, also makes it difficult to plan for like the future, but I would also eventually like to go to grad school, maybe travel around a bit. Um, yeah, just definitely get away from academia for a bit because while there are parts of it I love, it has also drained away my brain cells <laughs> uh and i definitely am looking forward to just decompressing for a while yeah similar answer gonna move back in with my parents which is super fun um <laughs> i'm not scared at all and just kind of take a break uh over the summer i'm really interested in like uh kind of like the intersection of my two majors. I've been looking at a lot of 
um, jobs in local parishes back home, just because I'm super interested in the ways that um, communication plays a role in community formation and also like value formation, because I've seen a lot of um, like diversity in that and it's not always great. So I kind of just like want to get my hands in there and see what that's all about, because it's something that I'm really passionate about and interested in. Um, I'm looking at doing some freelance writing as well, even on the break, um, just so I can keep doing that. Cause I, the one thing I will miss about being in school is like the writing. Uh, Cause I just, I don't have the motivation to do it on my own. <laughs> so yeah, looking forward to, to getting a break and then hopefully getting to work in an environment and on something that I'm really passionate about. Um, yeah, my plan right now is to also move back home. Um, I'm from New Mexico, so I will be landing in 90 degree heat. So that's real. I will say I will miss Seattle so much for like the temperature. It's just ah, beautiful, perfect always. Um, but yeah, my plan right now, I don't know. I've been thinking about like my, my original plan was to go back and to teach elementary <laughs> because I love teaching and I love kiddos so much. Um, but recently I've been thinking about maybe like working at a nonprofit instead, doing that kind of work. I just really want to help people and give them what they need. And because a lot of people don't do that. Um, I don't know, I think that would just be really cool and rewarding and incredible work, but so would teaching. So either way, um, but yeah, I would also love to travel or, um, to live in Indonesia for a couple of years. I've always wanted to do that. So that's future, future, but yeah. So what I find really interesting is that none of them, thank you, thank you. I sneezed on camera and I didn't know if anyone was gonna notice. Um, but what I didn't hear is um, I'm gonna come back to Seattle and I'm going to surprise everyone and I'm going to, um, except for Grace, Grace is the VIP here. Uh, ooh, now she's backing out. Now she it wouldn't be a surprise <laughs> if we told you though, would it? So <laughs> keep you guessing, Kimberly. In my like, we have so we have like our um like looking forward meetings with Heidi and Alexia. So in my um in my like form where they're like, what are you plans for next year in terms of the writing center? I was like, well, I'm graduating, but I'll still be in Seattle. So my plans are to storm the writing center at random moments when you least expect it and just turn the place over and then run away. I would just really hope that um, if you like, if you work at Elia Bay, you can just drop off anonymous books with the most obscure topics. And then we just like show up. It's like 9 a.m. And we're like, did we did? It's like when Sarah would drop off like donuts, um, Sarah Howd, TV. Um, and uh, I just think that there would just be a, like a whole stack of books, like just of the most, like, it's like those um, like National Geographic books where like you learn about anim animals. I don't know what they show you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I assume that like with Elena, I would like tea leaves would like be scattered all over the back table, Krista, there's just a swarm of frogs and Sarah, it's just like all of a sudden we're in New Mexico. So I just, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. Um, I don't know where I was going with this either, except uh, I'm very mindful of the time. And I know some of us 
if not all, if not one, has a 130 class. Um, but I just want to give you guys, I mean, we've kind of already touched on it. So um, what what is one thing you are, for those who are at least leaving or those who are going to take a break from Seattle or not going to be at CLU, you know, constantly or in Zoom University, um, what's one thing you're going to miss besides, you know, the Writing Center? <laughs> Does it have to be besides the Writing Center? <laughs> well, no, I mean, if, if it's the Writing Center, if that's like the number one thing you're going to miss, then you can say you're going to miss the Writing Center the most. But if there's like also like another niche thing, like you're going to miss de-stress with dogs or you're going to miss um, the, the, I don't know, admin building. Like I don't <laughs> specifically the crucifixes in the admin building (laughs) i will miss those so much (laughs) i'm not even catholic okay (laughs) i miss miss walking down the fine arts building during like in that weird hill and being scared that you're gonna slip (laughs) that's an example you know niche things but if it's the writing center you can declare your love for it right now and it'll be publicized Okay, this is my official declaration of love for the Writing Center, and I will also miss the Korean corn dog place in the ID. Very, very much. That's all. I mean, I will miss all of you guys, and um, I will miss all of the uh, dangerously accessible boba places around campus, and. Uh, I will also miss just like, like without fail running into people I know around Lemieux Library because it is a small town. It's just like a hub for like stressed people doing their best. Um, And I will miss that a lot um, because I feel like one of the best things about college is basically just living near all your friends. (laughs) And yeah, so I will miss that a lot kind of what I was going to say as well like I am thinking I'm going to miss the like I'm, a, like I'm a fairly awkward person and I have a hard time meeting new people so I feel like it's going to be a weird change to not be able to like so easily meet people through like all these situations and then like see people that I know and be able to be like hi um I think that'll be a really weird shift and a weird life thing to have to like do <laughs> meet new people I really can't decide. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God. Um, it's all, I also think it's hard because like we're not living in our like pre-COVID student life. And so like I miss so much, but I also like don't remember the little mundane things because I haven't happened in a while. Um, but I definitely will miss you all. I also think like um, it's just such a cool four years to like learn and grow and just to have like that intention of just like learning so many new things and growing in so many different ways that's pretty pretty cool and I think I'm definitely gonna miss that um maybe not the homework but just you know other things (laughs) also I just want to take a moment to shout out Caroline Charlotte and Beck who are all graduating this year and could not be with us on the podcast today as well they're all such wonderful human beings and we obviously wish them the greatest. And I would give them a big, big hug if I could. A vaccine for vaccine safe, not vaccine free. Oh my God. Free of COVID. 
I'd give them a vaccine because I love them so much. Yeah, I bet I would, Ellie. <laughs> I would. Um, but yes, wonderful, wonderful people. And we miss you greatly. Gonna miss those those moments where the audience is, why do I keep saying that? There's no one watching us. The listeners <laughs> just like, are like why I mean they don't know it because we cut out these parts but like the zoom chat is a dangerous place because we can just uh, oh is it really <laughs> the zoom chat is a dangerous place because sometimes we'll be talking and stop midway and we'll just be like reacting to it silently and then we'll have to cut that part out anyway um Ellie take us home Uh, Well, obviously this was exactly what we've been anticipating since the beginning of the year, but man, it is still really hard to say goodbye. Um, We of course want to thank all of our lovely seniors who were able to join us and also those who weren't able to be here with us today. Um, Thank you for sharing your stories, your reflections, and all of your wisdom that you've been able to collect over the last three or four years. Uh, Chris has kind of an overachiever and is graduating in three years, but we don't have to talk about that because she's leaving us early anyway. Yeah, this this center and this uh, this podcast, like all of our friendships, like, I mean, none of it would have been the same without all of you. And we're just going to miss you really, really terribly. Um, And we're also so proud of you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Please check out our earlier episodes on celebrating Pride Month or the art of arguing where the podcast team engages in terribly written scenarios demonstrating different fallacies. If you have episode ideas that you would like Who's at the Writing Center to do, please fill out the Microsoft form located in the description box. Additionally, check out our Writing Center blog for transcribed versions of episodes and for posts by our Writing Center staff. Read posts like Why I Chose Mystery by Kimberly Litt and Approaching the Occasional Resistance to Gender Inclusive Language by Beck Johnson. Follow our social media at SC Writing Center on Instagram, Seattle Writing Center on Facebook, and at Writing Center SU on Twitter. We will be going on a hiatus as summer comes around the corner. But with that, stay safe, take care of one another, and this has been another episode of... Oh, yeah, now we commence the crying. (laughs) Come on down to the library, we're gonna have a blast. We've got a book or two, a tip or three, it's the Writing Santa podcast. You know them well, you know they're true, and we're so happy you're here. Grab some friends, enjoy the weather, it's who's at the writing center. Now let's ruffle those feathers.